0: Behind all the glamour, behind the luxe listings,
1: a raw take on all things real estate,
0: all things New York City, all things things us. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode six of season two. Hey, Tim. Hi, Steven. How are you? Great. Good.
1: So, Tim, you know why this is special?
0: Why? (laughs) When When this airs.
1: Yes. I think it's airing on your actual birthday.
0: Oh, is it really yes. I think it's my okay
1: the almost uh-huh. birthday yes how old are you turning
0: I will be 39
1: 39 I feel yeah. like you've been 39 for a few years no
0: well I've never been 39 ah, I've been 38 okay. for how a does year. 39 feel
1: it feels good yeah I feel good yeah any weirdness like you're almost 40
0: no I'm starting to think about what I want to do for my 40th but oh
1: anything yeah. special for your 39 no.
0: Will you do a blowout for your 40th? No. A blowout? No. I'm thinking a trip. Oh. But we'll nice. see. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever done a big party for a significant birthday?
0: Nope. Not for me. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. All right. So almost 40, turning 39.
0: Don't rush it. I'm 39. Young,
1: young Tim. <laughs> any any words of wisdom? Who, what would you tell
0: your younger self? Oh hmm i think one of my i don't know if it's a regret or one of my biggest things i would have done differently in my 20s is i think i would have left new york to come back to come back yeah but i think i kind of felt like i couldn't leave at times oh interesting and now in hindsight you know i think i would have lived in san francisco or la or something for two to three years
1: Weren't you in California? No. Never. No, never. No, 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 You never. just worked yeah, for... Yeah. I hey, came... I was thinking about something, though. In college, you lived in Spain. Correct. Do you speak Spanish? I do. Fluently.
0: I mean, I did speak fluently, but... Okay. But if you... Been 18 years. If you immersed yourself, you'd think you'd... I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. We'll see. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
1: All right. So, what are we talking about today? Let's start...
0: <laughs> did you see the new New York City logo? Ironically... <laughs>
1: My trainer this morning asked me the same question. I had not, and he showed it to me.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I'm not, in, I wasn't impressed. All right, so to fill everybody in, there was, when was the first campaign done? That was?
1: That was our client, Mary right. Wells Lawrence. And I want to say that We was sold
0: her apartment on?
1: At 515 Park Avenue. Right. Mary was the first CEO of of a publicly traded company, Wells Green, which was one of the largest, and I'd say prolific, advertising agencies. Right. And one of the things they did was the I Love New York campaign.
0: Which everyone's come to know. And that was created when in...
1: She didn't create the... Someone else who she worked with created the logo. Got it. She created the I Love New York, that right. campaign. Okay. And I think that was mid to later 70s.
0: Got it. And New York City kind of right. needed a. Yeah, a boost. A boost. And now that's kind of what they're seeing now in 2023. Just, right. It's actually you know,
1: very true. It's culture kinda, and
0: lifestyle yeah. needs a boost. Same, and, same energy. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So the logo comes out and I think people are like, oh, what is this? You've so, seen it, right? I've seen it. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I've got other things to do other than like critique a New York <laughs> City logo. I think it's, but I, I mean, it's not much different to me. Like, it's not, it's not going to like change well, I'd, the world. I'd say in it's my a opinion.
1: rebrand. Yeah, um, but I
0: mean, yeah. basically, it's we instead of I. Yeah,
1: and it's, I don't know, didn't but, really jazz me much.
0: I just think people like to complain. Uh, it's like you
1: know what? Uh, yeah, there's something to that. But it still didn't jazz me much. Yeah.
0: I mean, what, what did, I'd love to hear people's ideas. What else do people, I mean? Oh, right.
1: Yeah. Cause you got to keep it simple. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not wearing a t shirt. That's crazy. I mean, it's, that we says, love New York. We love New York. Yeah. No, but do you love New York? I do love New York. I do think New York is just in an interesting place right now.
1: The I city. would agree
0: with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when, and living here and selling New York. Yeah. I think in some ways we forget about it, and we have to step back and say, "Oh, yeah, this is what's going on."
0: Yeah. The other day when it was like freezing in the third week of March, I was like, "I'm out. I'm done. I don't know what I'm doing anymore." Like.
1: (laughs) So, February was right now our typical February felt like spring at the time, totally. And March, literally, Lily's bat mitzvah, as you know, was two weeks ago. Yeah. Or yeah, a week and a half ago. It was supposed to rain all day that day or snow. Yep. And unbelievable. Right? In March. Totally. So, but thank God it held. The weather held out
0: for us. No, I think New York is doing well. It's just, I don't know. I just think it's been an interesting time. And I think think people are just cautious right now with the economy. I mean, I don't really understand the banks and Silicon Valley Bank to the Mm -hmm. full degree, but Mm -hmm. I- I know enough of it to, you know, I think people are just sort of on edge right now.
1: I'd say they're on edge, though, the whole country, the whole world. Yep. But yeah, it feels even more so amplified in New York. I said this during COVID and I'll continue to say it. New York is a vortex. There's an energy here. It always recreates, reinvents itself. Yep. It will never die but we definitely go through some low points and have in the past and maybe we're at a low right now.
0: I mean, we were with people last night who's who were talking about New Orleans and they were like the same thing. New Orleans goes through its highs and its lows. And, you know, they were talking about crime. And I just think major cities right now are all kind of going through this period. So I don't think it's specific to New York City, but I just think.
1: So I heard something interesting. This is I'm going to... I also think
0: winter in New York City is not the yeah, best time well, to be winter, judging
1: it. Winter East Coast is yeah. <laughs> not fun, but I mean, particularly in the city, right? Where yeah, Call me in May when it's gorgeous and, and yeah, everyone's exactly. out. And I'll probably... So, you know, I listen from time to time to the Mel Robbins pa- podcast, which Kirk loves. Mm-hmm. She was talking about that we're in this time mm-hmm. where during COVID, we all kind of hunkered down. Mm-hmm. We were just, you know, with our families. And... That was it. And now we're in this new normal, which isn't normal. It's this hybrid of, well, we're back in being social, but we're also like need time alone, spending time alone. Mm -hmm. How much social are we really doing? Mm -hmm. I mean, frankly, I think you and Don are more social than most, but I don't know if you feel that. I know during COVID you hunkered down, Mm -hmm. but do you feel like you're less social, spend a little more time alone than you did before covid and and there's a reason i'm asking
0: no i mean i feel like we're social i just feel like interactions are definitely different oh that's Um, how do you mean i mean i just think back to my 20s working in corporate america again like maybe that would be something else i would have changed changed about Mm -hmm. my yeah told my uh, 25 year old self but like i think like leaving like walking to work and like I, I always remember hitting like Madison Avenue and just being in this like human parade of people. Oh, right. And you just don't see that anymore. Right. Like you don't see the like 10,000 people getting out of Grand Central with their heads down. Right. Doing this like- Because the people nine are- Nine to six yeah, They're working
1: from home or Some are they're coming in different home hours. Exactly. Okay, so to her point, she was saying this new norm is not completely back to normal. It's this hybrid of- just like you said, we're not quite as social. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing people the way we used to. Yet we're we're out there. We're being social. It's totally. not like people aren't going to events. Yeah. And that there's there's a a getting used to that. And she was also saying that sometimes with that, we have to force ourselves to be more social.
0: Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think not myself personally, but I do notice people in our orbit that have just pulled back a lot. Mm. And it's like, you know, I mean, I don't even think about not socializing or not doing something right. anymore, but I would say a lot of people are cautious and, I'm, you know, that's their choice. Cautious
1: or because they went the extreme of no social during COVID.
0: Totally. They almost, the, those muscles exactly. need to get That's together. exactly it. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think I I'm that. that way. Listen, I'm pretty social and out there and with people, but I'd say I'm not quite as much as I was. Pre-COVID, yeah.
0: no. So I think what you're saying for me it resonates in the sense of having like time freedom, if that makes sense. And that's something that when I think about my 20s, having worked in corporate America, mm-hmm. I was I was like, I oh, I mean they owned me basically. Like I had to be there every single day at 8:30, and whether I had work to do or not. I did not leave till
1: 6.30 every well, day, you know? And that was the culture.
0: Yeah, and then and there was And you were also like,
1: young and paying your dues. Totally, so, yeah. and
0: I did that for 13 years. Right. And, you know, there were things that, there were events at night that we went to. But I think my, I think what I'm finding interesting is so many people have found a balance now that they never knew about because they just didn't know it could exist mm-hmm. or you could still be successful in not doing that. And it happened to- I mean, for me personally, the timing of shifting out of corporate America and going into real estate, you know, we always say real estate is what you make of it. So sure, I could I could go hide for two weeks and mm-hmm. no one hear from me, but yep. you're going to see that that's going to hurt my spring market. Yeah, You know, and if I'm treating this like a full-time job, like I do, and I'm, you know, I possibly might think about this more than I did my corporate job hour-wise and days-wise. Like, I didn't think about my corporate job on Saturday and Sunday.
1: I think about this all the time, but
0: but I have the flexibility now.
1: Okay, but that's also because you're turning 45 and- I'm 39. um, (laughs) You're you're turning 39. Yeah. Don't age yourself. You're turning 39. You were a kid back then. So of course you think of this differently and you're much more successful now in real estate than you ever were in corporate America. Yeah. And it's your career. So of course you're going to give it more time, energy and thought than you did back then.
0: No, totally, but I think going with the socializing, I think people have just found a balance in life and I don't think I don't think the majority of the people knew truly what work-life balance meant back then. Back then. And I actually do think COVID helped that. I think the lifestyle of working from home, not being chained to a desk at the, an right. office, yeah. like you can do yoga class from twelve to one, right, right, and business is going to be fine, guys. Like, I might have to work at seven o'clock on Tuesday night because I wanted to go, you know. But I think those. So kind of I things have to tell you, One of my
1: first jobs out of college was, you know, this. I worked in radio and television, Westinghouse, and I sold advertising. And our manager then, our sales manager, would like during lunch, people would go work out. He was like very into that, like. And this is I'm going back to the 90s. Yep. But he was all about that. Yeah. Like, fine. If you want to spend your lunch working out, that's great. Go go do it. If it's going I to ran make in you Central ready.
0: Park a lot of days. When you were working from Yeah, home. when I no, when I was at NBC and I worked at 50 49th Street. Right. I would like change, go oh, run in around. In the middle the
1: park. of the day. Mm-hmm. And you probably came back and performed even better.
0: Yeah, because you were more right.
1: alert. So there was also I read something and I won't get the name. Someone, I think it was for editor, just won an Oscar. And he I just watched I, this you know thing came across and it was a clip of him speaking basically saying that he thanked everyone who made the film. I don't know which film he worked on or what it was for. However, he was talking about how humane it was and that it wasn't about we have to kill ourselves and give our, Life over for two years to make or three years, whatever it was to make this film and not see our family. He said, we got to go home and have dinner with our mm-hmm. families. We got to live a normal life. We yep. still worked really hard and made this film that yeah. clearly is award winning. But this note, his whole point is this notion that in this and in the entertainment industry or in any industry mm-hmm. that you have to kill yourself. i I just think it's like. I literally was thinking about this today because I didn't get a lot of sleep last night when the badge of honor was, oh, I only got three hours sleep last night. Right. Or I only sleep three hours a night, right. or four hours a
0: night. Or I worked 80 hours a week. Right. Like that used to be like, a badge oh, they're of successful. Honor. Yes. Oh, they're right. super successful. Yeah. Like, you know, they're just starting out and they're working 80 hours a right. week. Okay, great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think financially, the 20, 20s are hard in New York. That's something that people don't talk about. I think because New it's York, an
1: expensive city.
0: It's an expensive city. Yeah. You know, even if you're a success, and I don't care what career you're in in this city, like, unless you're not making that much money. And New York City takes a lot of money yeah. to, And yet the best restaurants, the best theater, the best fashion is like right in front of your nose. And it's like, okay, great, <laughs> but I can't go. And that was something I always like struggled with in my 20s because I was like, I hear about the great restaurants, but right. I'm not going there. And then you get to a point where like, you know, whether it's a work dinner and you're like, oh, great. Okay. I went to it. So those are something that I feel like there's a balance in that in your 20s. I was a page coming out of college. Oh,
1: so you didn't make any I was money. making like at, $11 where, an hour. CBS?
0: At NBC. At
1: NBC. Oh, yeah. an NBC page. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it was great because right. it was like an extension of college.
1: Plus, oh my God, it's a whole social. Yeah, because we were all with all like kids.
0: 45 other right. people from around the country right. and everyone was in the same boat. We'd work SNL and then, you know, we'd all go out together and right. purposely pick a place where everyone could go. So those kind of things were fun. But I definitely remember being like, yeah, and you, you it kind of makes sense why younger people gravitate to other cities. But I think people eventually come back because they realize, you know, the power in the, there's no, there's no place like New York. It's a
1: vortex. There's yeah. an energy here. There are yeah. other cities that have it as well. Mm-hmm. Berlin has it. Yeah. And there are other major cities, metropolitan areas in the world that have it. I'm going to tell you a quick story okay. that we may edit out. When I first moved here, it wasn't in my 20s. When I first moved to New York, I think I was 29, 28, 20, 29 or 30. And I, someone said that Stephen must be i had saved money moved back here i'd worked overseas so i had some money but Stephen must be a male prostitute because how else could he survive living in new york and i heard they said this i called them and thanked them and said i'm really wish i was that good looking that i could pull that off but i'm just Doing what every other person that comes to New York does, like I had a small apartment. And you don't know I how just,
0: many times I look at someone's yeah. lifestyle, and I'm like, <laughs> "Are you a male is, prostitute?" What, well, I don't always go there, but I'm like, "What is their side gig?" Because
1: you've said that to me. We yeah. talk about that. Yeah. There's, I know who we're talking yeah. about, and yeah. it's
0: like, it fascinates me. I'm like, hmm.
1: but you know, perception. And, sure, I get it. Know, who knows what's really going on?
0: This is not a pitch for our business, but I do think buying is really important buying an apartment well
1: i was going to ask you you yeah. were young when how yeah. old were you well, when I, you bought so, your first apartment
0: i was 27 right you um, were young but i i was renting a one bedroom and then i bought a, a studio, studio. Yep. but it was actually the best thing i did because i had my own place then i was building the equity and i then i rented it out for two years and then i sold it and i had this like you know i had accumulated this money so which at 27
1: of your crew and all the people you're Nobody running around was with, doing it. I, did anyone else? So, no. what made you do that? That's really like that's impressive. Yep. It was, because and it's not like your family, a real estate family.
0: No, it was after 2008. I got into an apartment that was reduced the rent. Mm-hmm. I think because of the 2008 downturn. Sure. Yeah. And then when that ran out two years later, the rent was so high that oh, I was like, spiked up. Yeah. A, I'm not paying $2,900. And B, I can't pay $2,900. Right. So let's figure this out. And, and that's why it was like buying a studio. My monthly became like $1,900 for the mortgage and the maintenance. And it was great. So yeah. any of you
1: studio buyers out there?
0: Yeah. And like literally, I mean, you know, I deal with these buyers, but it's like I had to like pull from everything
1: right. to get to it done. It and yeah.
0: But again, I was in a one bedroom and then I bought a studio.
1: There is a pride. And when you own your own space. Yeah. There is something psychological about
0: it. But I still have fears when I bought that apartment. They, like, moved in. And the first first couple weeks, the lady below me, she, like, was neurotic about the noise. (laughs) She would bang on the ceiling with a broomstick. (laughs) You
1: were making a lot of noise.
0: No, I literally would be walking around, no shoes. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, this can't last. (laughs) And everyone would tell me to, like, go down and fight her. And that just wasn't in me, so... Did you befriend her? That was the only negative about that apartment—is that woman below me, who I never met. Wow. Yeah.
1: All right. There you uh,
0: go. Yeah. So, all right. Those are my advice to. So your advice is to buy, buy if you can, young, yeah. of course, if you yeah.
1: can, or figure out a way to do it. Yeah. It is true. You yeah. you started building equity young, and to travel more, or yeah, go or explore, maybe even test somewhere other city. Yeah. yeah. I did that a lot. Yeah. I was fortunate. Yeah. I did that. Yeah.
0: And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I think I would have moved to, I would have tried something. I just thought it, it sounded so permanent to me. So I was like, I wasn't going to do it. But now in hindsight, I could have easily spent two years in my 20s in LA or San right. Francisco or, you know, I was in the entertainment industry. I could have worked in the LA offices of sure. NBC and easily transitioned. So I remember when
1: I was 24 at that, that you know, the television station and mm-hmm. calling my friend diane who had done a lot of traveling and said okay i'm gonna take off a year and go travel yeah. and i was so scared to do that because yeah. i was pulling myself out of this kind of trajectory i was 24 years old right exactly. and i had worked for three years and i was so frightened i was going to like fall behind mm-hmm. then i lived overseas for six and a half years, traveled. Met incredible people, traveled all over the world, and of course, I look back and that's one of the greatest experiences totally. I've ever had. And when I came back, thinking everyone was going to be so far ahead, it's the same. Yeah, no one was. No one was really that far ahead. I agree. So I agree. Travel and travel and go to the uh, the the path less traveled. Is that the expression? anyway
0: okay so now now i'm well i'm 38 let's not rush this gonna be 39 so the question is is what would my 25 year old self think of who i've become
1: oh and you have to answer this too that's deep tim malone that's usually a question Uh, i would ask
0: but i think it's kind of interesting i mean i'm pretty happy like i'm I mean, I think, I definitely think the transition professionally for me, I was burnt out five all or right, six so years wait, ago. All right,
1: so wait, let's, let's, I'm Go going, all right, you, you introduced this, so I'm going to take it deeper. So you're 25, picture your 25-year-old yeah, self. yeah. Looking at who you are today, are you surprised? Are you, is it what you had planned? Is it what you had envisioned?
0: I mean, it's definitely not what I envisioned. Again...
1: All right. So you but thought you thought you'd be in a relationship.
0: I thought I'd be in a relationship. I probably yeah. thought I'd be in New York City. Right. I definitely did not foresee the professional change. Okay. So that's So you thought make. you'd
1: be in entertainment, right?
0: Sure. And Something. I thought I'd probably, yeah, probably at this point be a VP in media sales okay. and up the ladder. Right. I mean, family wise, nothing changed. Right. You know, always thought I'd be close and still am. Didn't foresee the dogs. <laughs> um and that's become did you like dogs i never had one. Oh, really never had one oh, god you're um, such a dog person now and now it's like yeah we know, we know. my life but yeah no, no i mean nothing really but what about
1: your lifestyle so you get to you travel and you're you're out and about did you say yeah that's that's what you thought life was going to look like no i remember you once told me a story i think yeah didn't you tell me a story that you were probably in your 20s and you would like for extra money you do catering and yeah, you
0: were yeah.
1: hired and you what's well, were...
0: funny i caddied in high school for some of the people now that i have lunch with or okay. go to dinner with
1: and you served clinton
0: oh yeah i served. Don't you
1: tell me you wanted diet cokes or something yeah was that you that yeah, told yeah, me that yeah. yeah
0: i loved catering <laughs> but i think <laughs> it was good training too because i really think i was like you're at your wit's end sometimes right. at yes. like the end of the party. And you have to like right. continue to like
1: put on a smile, put on a smile,
0: yeah. be friendly, figure out the situation. Right. And that's exactly what we do now. Like you just got to like keep it together, stay in control, and and deal with different personalities. So right. I actually really liked catering. All
1: right. So that's you 25 looking. Yeah. To it's funny. Me.
0: I saw yeah. we were at a dinner last night yeah. and there was someone new to the group. Yeah. And I could tell he was a little like, overwhelmed because he was he's dating someone that was at the event right and i was like oh my god i remember those days just oh, like yeah walking into a room and like Being not really knowing yeah. anyone yeah. And like but now i'm like not so, that i'm like so
1: were you good samaritan went over and totally okay, totally good.
0: but i think it's like yeah it was interesting to see that's funny you
1: out. picked up on his energy his, oh, totally. his or her his right yeah, right. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: interesting okay all right so you're not turning 39 but <laughs> What do you think when you were 25, envisioning what the next couple decades would be? What do you...
1: Or where I am now?
0: Or where you are now, yeah. Okay,
1: so when I was 25, I turned 25 in Israel after traveling around Europe and Northern Africa for seven months, was in Israel, touring Israel with my mother and ended up living in Israel after that. So I turned 25 in Israel. Okay, I'm trying to think about that person. Okay, and where I am now? Well, I'll go to, you heard me say this, the speech I gave at Lily's Bat Mitzvah, and I said Kirk would say, look around this room, Mm -hmm. and he would say, this is your dream. And I would say, when I step back and quiet myself, I look around and I'm what I envisioned and hoped for. I got. I have a family. I have a partner. I have a su- successful career in something I love. I'm involved in architecture and homes. We're involved in our community. We give philanthropically and we're surrounded by a lot of love and friends, and have kept friends and have continued to meet really fascinating and interesting people. So that's, I can look back and say, okay, you've got that. I don't live with that every day though. Right. But if you're asking right, me to really yeah. look at it, yeah. When I, at that, at Lily's Bat Mitzvah, the energy in that room, what I kept saying, and I think I said it on this podcast, that I just wanted to feel like the love in the room, like I did at her baby naming. And it was like that times 100.
0: Did you think you'd spend your adult life in New York City?
1: I thought you were going to ask me. Do you think you'd spend so much money on a bat mitzvah? No. <laughs> so, um, I knew that I'd be. I, didn't, I knew I wouldn't be back in Philadelphia, even though I go back to Philadelphia a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I knew I'd be in a major metropolitan area. I probably thought it was going to be Los Angeles because I because I love homes so much and know so many of those homes out there. I thought I would be if I was in real estate that i'd be selling and i didn't know that i guess deep down ultimately i knew i'd end up in real estate that i'd be selling homes in bel-air and beverly hills right so
0: so maybe that's next
1: no (laughs) i'll own a place there i'm not starting over to go sell and we have too many good friends over there that can handle our clients got it yeah
0: fair yeah Okay, so what would you tell what would you tell a 25 year old now? I think that's an interesting question. A New York City 25 year old.
1: I'd say, <clears throat> calm down, don't worry, you have plenty of time. And really enjoy this time. And when you have the inkling to go do something that's not what everyone else is doing, go do it. Mm-hmm. It's what makes you interesting, interested, unique. And lean into how you're different
0: in yeah. the world. It's funny. I was at a dinner last week and I said that too. We
1: could do a podcast just on all your dinners. On my dinners? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were at,
0: um, yeah. what did I tell you, doubles?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked me if I've nice ever thing. been, was it stepping back in time? Oh,
0: yeah, like literally back in time. Yeah. Um, so go on. So I was sitting next to this young couple and yeah. they were Were like you 20, with them
1: or they just happened?
0: To- no, they were at our table. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it, they're, they're probably 24 or something. And I said, don't going back to the things I said, I yes. kind of told them don't stress so much. Right. You know, and I was like, were they stress? Were they like,
1: could you? Sense no, they that?
0: weren't stressed, but I was like, I feel like I didn't always go to the fancy or the nice dinner in my twenties. Cause right. I was like, so financially conscious. Uh-huh. And I'm, and I was like, go to that dinner. I think it's, you know, you'll figure it all out. You're going to make a lot of money in your thirties. Right. And you'll be fine. But like, go enjoy it. Um, well, they were at doubles. Don't go deals, crazy, so. but yeah.
1: They took you there. No, I'm kidding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Enough about the 25-year-olds. We've got big right. news with the five-year-olds, right?
1: With, with Scarlett?
0: Yeah. My five-year-old? <laughs> what news? What happened in your house this past week? What happened?
1: Oh. At her birthday party. At her birthday party. She lost her first tooth. Huge. Huge, because... Two weeks prior, we were in the New York Post a talking up about from the New York post. follow up. Exactly, we manifested that.
0: Are the is the post coming back and doing a follow up story? Uh,
1: you know what? I keep saying I forgot to reach out to them. I Ugh, should. Yes. And Scarlet, so you know, got a letter from the Tooth Fairy. Oh, nice. And a dollar. Oh, good. Yeah, there you go. So no inflation for Scarlet. Was she happy? She was so happy. Nice. Mm-hmm. She came into our room early in the morning. We had put the tooth in a little, you know, small little envelope. And she reached out her, under her bed and just pulled another envelope. And she came in our room and said, the tooth fairy didn't come. <sighs> and I said, what do you mean the tooth fairy? And she said, here's the, I said, it's a different envelope. So then we read her the letter. Did you,
0: for a second, were you like. <laughs> I,
1: for a moment, I <laughs> thought maybe.
0: <laughs> Something.
1: I forgot. Do you
0: save the tooth?
1: I have all the teeth. It's a little creepy.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. What are you gonna do with it?
1: Make a necklace. I I, no,
0: I don't they're gonna sit there <laughs> oh, and Lord.
1: That's how Lily found out about the tooth fairy. Oh, she was she found her going teeth. through my drawers and found her teeth.
0: All right, great.
1: Yep. There you go. All
0: right. On that note, yeah. Yeah, uh, we wrap let's up? wrap up All right. episode six. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thank
1: you. This is Steve Cohen
0: and Tim Malone. Let us know what you would tell your 25 year old self. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to hear.
1: All right. Reach out. Let us know topics, questions, thoughts you'd yep. like us to cover. I'm at Steven Cohen NY on Instagram.
0: And I'm Tim P Malone NYC. We'll see you guys next time.
1: Take care.